0: Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our first reading is from Acts chapter 3, verses 12 through 19. When Peter saw it, he addressed the people. You Israelites, why do you wonder at this, or why do you stare at us, as though by our own power of piety we made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant, Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate, though he had decided to release him. But you rejected the Holy and Righteous One and asked to have a murderer given to you, and you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And by faith in his name, his name itself has made this man strong whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given him this perfect health in the presence of all of you. And now, friends, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. In this way, God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, that, this, that his Messiah would suffer. Repent, therefore, and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. Our next reading is from the first letter of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this, when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. Everyone who commits sin is guilty of lawlessness, sin is lawlessness. You know that he was revealed to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him sins, no one who sins has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you, everyone who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. Our last reading is from the gospel according to Luke chapter 24 verses 36 through 48. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, "Peace be with you." They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, "Why are you frightened? why do you doubt? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet see that it is." I, myself, touch me and see me, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy they were, they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took and ate in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We continue our Easter series entitled Faith Resurrected with our next message, You Are Witnesses. Every message in this series is going to be using a phrase from the gospel reading for that week. In our readings for today, we get a message about what it means to be a witness. In our gospel reading, Jesus talks to the disciples after appearing to them. In Luke's account, he shows himself to them and goes through some of the same things that we saw last week in John's telling. He shows them his hands and his feet. And he says, you can touch me and see me and you can feel me. And just to go the extra mile to convince them, he asks for something to eat because ghosts don't eat. But it's what he says to them after showing himself to them. He says that he wants them to understand That everything he's already told them about the law and the prophets, everything that was written must be fulfilled. He explains the Messiah has to suffer, die, rise on the third day, so that all could be forgiven. And what he sets them out to do is to go and proclaim this to everybody. Let everyone know forgiveness of sins is open to all. And then he tells them something important. You are witnesses Of these things they can proclaim it because they've seen it and they know but in the same way this has happened to us because it's something that we know that we have been witnesses to as well now we may not have seen the risen Christ's hands and feet he may not have sat down with us and asked us for a piece of fish but in the same way we are witnesses to his saving grace We are witnesses to the life that can be lived in him. One of the focuses in all of our readings for today is about being a witness so that others may repent. And I think we have to talk about what that means. Because sometimes the word itself becomes a little heavy and hard to grasp. Sometimes we take it too lightly, sometimes we take it too far. But really it means to recognize when you're going the wrong way and turn around. If you're on the wrong path, if you're walking in the wrong direction in your life, declare that you're walking in the wrong direction and turn around. If you're doing what's wrong, recognize it, ask for forgiveness, and do what's right. Because repentance is about this idea of changing what you're doing, changing your life. Because it's not just saying I'm sorry for what I'm doing, but it's saying I'm sorry for what I'm doing and I want to do better. I want to end doing wrong and I want to do right. We see Peter bearing witness to this after a long address to the people, that Peter offers up grace to the people listening, that even those who thought Jesus was not the Messiah, he basically says to them, you know what, it's all right. Because you didn't know. And now you do. You were ignorant, but now you're not. And now that you're not ignorant, you have a choice to make. Now that you know, what will you do? Peter is a witness of what has happened. And Peter's bearing witness to them to say, hey, you have a chance. You can continue to turn away from God, or you can turn to God. What's it going to be? And I think that this grace is important for us to recognize. But it's also important for us to recognize what it means to be a witness and call for repentance. That if we're going to be witnesses of the power that Christ has to change lives, we have to bear witness to that change. And part of that is showing that change in ourselves. But it also means showing that same love and that same grace to others. When we see Peter offering it up, offering up that grace to the people who helped to condemn Christ to death, we see him offering up that grace because they didn't know any better. But now that they do, they have a choice. Their free will. And the choice is to do good We're not, which seems to be a rather simple choice. So they have a back and forth. You have the option of whether or not you want to do good. You have the option of whether or not you want to seek justice. You have the option of whether or not you want to walk in Christ. But it can't be half-hearted. We can't say, I'm going to kind of walk in Christ. Maybe a little. You can't say, well, I'm just going to keep asking for forgiveness and keep doing the same things over and over that I know are wrong because Christ is going to bail me out. Because that ignores the idea of repentance. And it means that we're not being witnesses at that point. Because then our witness Is that Christ doesn't care what we do with our lives. But if that were true, then it means that we don't care what Christ taught. Then we aren't being the people of Christ. We aren't sharing the good news. We are then people looking for an easy way out. Thing is, is that it's not easy. It's not the way that sometimes we think of where you just ask for forgiveness, you're forgiven while you keep doing what you're doing that needs to be forgiven. Because the power that Christ has, the power that Christ is, is the power to change our lives. Because the way that Christ is a witness to others is through us. It's through the way that our lives are changed in Christ. The way that we become more generous in Christ. The way that we become more caring in Christ. The way that we become more loving in Christ. The way that we live our lives is a testimony to the power that Christ has had in our lives. We have to have that. Because if we don't change our lives, then we really aren't listening to what Christ has told us. We often take the half step to repentance. We ask to be forgiven, but we don't change what it is that causes us to need to be forgiven. And that's what repentance is. We admit our wrongs, we declare our feelings, and then we try to change them. On the flip side of that, does that mean that You're going to be able to do everything perfectly from that point on. That you're never going to fail again. That's the goal. That's where we want to be. But it's not always the outcome. We face many temptations. Sometimes we slip. Often we slip. Because though we want to be perfected in God's love. So that we can live a life that is righteous and blameless. We don't always live up to that. Until we reach that point, we have to seek that forgiveness offered to us and repent. Because even our repentance is bearing witness to Christ's love. Because when we do repent, we show others it's possible to change. That it's possible to walk away from the temptation. That it's possible to walk away from greed. That it's possible to walk away from lust. That it's possible to walk away from oppression. That it's possible to walk away from hate and to live a life in love. Because grace is open to all. And because Christ is open to all, we must ourselves offer grace to all that if we believe that all things are made complete in Christ, then we may be made complete in Christ, and that all people may be made complete in Christ. What that means for us as Christians is that we always hold the door open, because though we turn from sin, we do not turn away from those in need. And that's sometimes where the difficulty lies. Are there going to be times where we have to turn away from people because of the influence they have in our lives to make us go the wrong way? Sadly, yes. But we also have to remember that even that act, as long as we can declare why, as long as we do it with love, is an act of bearing witness to Christ. Because we're saying that we can't live our lives in Christ if we're being pulled into the darkness. No, we have to walk in the light. The thing is, though, that we never want to leave someone behind in the darkness. Because if we do, that's on us. We want to call people to walk in the light, we want them to follow us when we walk away from the darkness. Because we want to be able to say, look, this isn't working. Come with me. There's something better. Which is why we always have to have our hearts open to forgive others. That we ask to be forgiven just as we are willing to forgive others. That we are willing to repent of our sins to be able to show others that they could repent as well. Because we are the example so that people may see us and they may witness Christ's love in our actions. And when they witness Christ in us, it opens the door for them to be able to change and to be a witness to others. That we walk in Christ so that others may walk in Christ. That we may spread light to the world. So, never forget that you are a witness of these things. You are witnesses. You are witnesses to Christ's love and mercy. You are witnesses to the grace of God. You are witnesses to the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to change hearts and transform lives, to be a beacon what is good and what is right and it never means rejecting people because we are called to be a witness to all people so that all people may know that God's love and grace is open to them we may have to reject paths and we may have to reject temptations But we are called to love one another. Because we are called to be a witness to all people so that all people may know that God's love and grace is open to them. It means that we demonstrate it by leading a life that walks in Christ's footsteps, that we lead a life lived in our risen Savior, that we share in the hope we find in the resurrection, that that new life. That new birth is open to all who are willing to seek it. Who are willing to live a life in Christ. And we should never be the ones to close that door on anyone. So bear witness with your life to Christ's love. Bear witness to Christ's death and to Christ's resurrection. And share the good news. That all may seek forgiveness. That God is there for us all. So that all may walk in the light. That all may repent. That all may seek the love and the guidance that Christ gives us. And let us always show this by being a witness, by being an example of the transforming power of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.